Sadly, there's no real roadmaps for how to be a great husband or wife, but there is a better way. How? Don't try to go at it alone. Go through real life with other real people. Join a mastermind group that began in August 2018 and experience life with other people to a deeper level that will enhance your marriage even more. Go to sexymarriage.net forward slash masterminds to learn more. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where we are having honest, straightforward conversations about married life and sex and love, and the message is getting through. It is. Uh, this yeah. is Dr. Allen, and on Mondays, as always, joined by my lovely wife, Pam. Hey, everybody. And so just straight from iTunes, because one of the things we do is promote, uh, go to iTunes if you like what, what, we're, what we're doing, uh-huh. uh, leave, uh, rate and review it, leave stars and comments. And so here's a couple. So you guys are amazing. I learn something new and can relate to something every time I listen. I just can't get enough. Thank you for what you're doing for the SM Nation. Nice. Thank you so much for that review. Love that. And then I've been listener for over two years now. Corey never disappoints. This has been such an inspiring show. Always great topics. It keeps my marriage going and always good ideas to think about. You can't go wrong here. (laughs) So that's the stuff that we love to hear. And we also love to hear the, the, the criticisms or some feedback that comes in saying, hey, what about that? What about this? You missed this. And so... There's lots of ways to get a hold of us. You can do it via, via iTunes and leaving reviews and comments. You can also call us 702 up uh, sorry 214-702-9565. Or as always, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com is the inbox that we have that does uh, just get filled with emails and questions and comments and and thoughts that help our show be better. And what's interesting is it seems like it's been a long time since we've been on the mics. Yeah, it does feel that way. <laughs> and and it's the reason is because it has. Yeah. Uh, because summertime changes for the Allen household. Um, we have the getaway that happens in late June. And then um, we usually do a family vacation that's uh, fairly extensive. This one was definitely that uh, as far as the time away. Yeah. So we do a lot of shows at the getaway and prior so that we can disconnect for a while. And so now that we're back, we wanted to spend a little bit of time talking through um, just the journey and the beauty of community that has happened. Yeah, because we saw a lot of that represented actually while we were away. Yes. And so, you know, we try and take these little nuggets of life that we see as we go along and say, how can that benefit somebody else? So, exactly. Yeah. Let's share that. So to set the stage, um, I think this is, let's use it from the voice from uh, somebody that was at the getaway and and just some information that, that she had okay, and how um, it's impacted them since coming, Great. In, coming Great. this past June. Hey, Pam and Corey, I just wanted to say thank you for your ministry and for this um, impactful show. Uh, I went to the getaway recently with my husband and just wanted to report back in that the other night we had returned home from a grueling trip, uh, road trip, um, 11-hour drive, heavy rains and 
Anyway, we got home. I was completely exhausted. He was tired. He's high desire. And one of the connecting points we made at the getaway was that um, low desire uh, might be a misnomer. And for me, I am owning up to being a slower desire. Um, but that's helped my mindset. And so... He had uh, initiated that night, and I had mentally taken our time together out of my mind. I just kind of had said it's not happening. And yet, um, as we discussed the dynamics of the weekend and how um, having a hotel room, sharing that with our adult son, just had also taken intimacy off the table um he was he was patient with me and so we talked through that and then there was some extended time of foreplay using that awesome massage candle we got it to get away and um the moral of the story is we had a wonderful evening together and i think prior to the getaway he would have been frustrated i would have felt guilty and it was like just Plus, press the play repeat button. Um, and so we learned at the getaway that um, his role of patience, my role of um, staying engaged and not taking that off the table all the time if I'm tired, but just um, remembering his needs and, and putting those before mine, um, but also just him needing my needs as well for um, foreplay initiation. So that was tremendous fruit for us, and I just wanted to say thank you. Um, thank you for your ministry, Pam. I love you as a slower desire spouse being on the show, and just um, God bless you guys. So I love uh, the main thing I hear in that is just the reframe of the idea of lower desire to slower desire that that's something that they took and ran with. And yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there, whether they're male or female, that maybe get pegged as the lower desire person. And so that's what's in there. That's what gets to be in your head. Mm-hmm. And you and you continue to, it's like negative self-talk. Yeah. And if I keep putting myself down, then I start believing it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to reframing it and just looking at it in a different state of mind that, oh, that just because I don't want it as much doesn't mean that's a bad thing or I'm terrible or I'm, right. I'm worse. Right. Um, so I don't have to stay in that, what might be perceived as a negative state of mind, but just because I might be the slower desire. Absolutely. And I love the fact that they talk about uh, in their experience that it's something they were interested in. It got derailed because of just the immediate no, it's off the table, but then it kind of stayed around enough that it came back and happened, that it came, you know, because how often do we have times in life where I have a reaction to something, but it's not necessarily the reaction I really wanted, maybe. It's not in line with the entirety of the story I'm trying to live. It's just a, a reaction in the moment. Yeah. And they were able to stay with it and each play their role better rather than trying to convince necessarily the other person to come around to my way of thinking, which that's the beauty to me of doing life 
with with real people on a real level. And I think this applies not only to just married life and how spouses are better off when we're both real and we're both trying to be engaged and we're trying to live a better, more authentic life that's solid. But I think it also happens when I do that with other people, Mm. that when I'm engaged with other people, um, in my case with other men, but then in our case with other couples. Mm -hmm. And and so there's several different avenues that are set up and available uh, in the Sexy Merge Nation that uh, are, are great ways to kind of get started. But even if this isn't something that applies, I think it's still something that's worth examining. How are you doing in this in areas of your life with people? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we mentioned the Sexy Marriage Getaway, which the, another one will be coming up in 2019. We're still working out all the details as to when and where. But the Sexy Marriage Academy is available all the time. You can try it out for free for 30 days. And what's been going on there? The last month since the getaway has been some great conversations, some great outlets of questions and sharing of things that, you know, you probably don't have a whole lot of areas to really explore those questions. Right. And I think that you said since the getaway, there's been great conversation oh, before then. It's but just I ramped think up. I, from, from the relationship that some of them build at the getaway, it's ramped up even more because now there's a little bit more freedom in saying, okay, I'm going to open up this right. topic now right and again it goes to that community thing that okay i can take this conversation to the next level because i know you a little bit more mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm less afraid of the 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 embarrassment or or the response that might come and more encouraged in wait we're all in this trying to challenge one another yeah. to be better and then the other thing that's available and this is something that the, this show is, is sponsored by this episode is the mastermind groups that um, i've been doing these groups for Three years now, there are husband mastermind groups that have now evolved to call, we're calling them uh, man of his word mastermind groups, but we're also starting a wife mastermind group in August. And so if you're interested in learning more, this is six months of uh, six people or less in a group where it is truly living life on a deeper level. And the changes I'm seeing in the men that are involved in the men's mastermind groups is outstanding Yeah, in the sense that one of the groups is still going. Uh, they're going on a year now, over a year now, and they constantly are challenging one another, checking in all the time, spurring one another on to be mm-hmm. better and living yeah. life at a deeper level. And so sexymarriage.net forward slash masterminds will get you more information uh, and you can reach out and ask questions. But the thing that's been cool about our whole journey uh, this summer and is, is the idea of a community that not only is the Sexy Marriage Nation a community, but the idea of us living life with people as a community. Because we just got back from um, a trip where uh, we were overseas for three weeks. Yeah. And the, the cool thing to me was this, the, the different places we went doesn't necessarily, I mean, the, the reaction I get from people when we get there, like, what'd you guys do? And we tell them, and their face is kind of like, What'd you pick those places? Yeah, how for? did you pick those places? Because we ended up going to the UK for a little bit in Scotland, and then from there we went into Europe, where we were in France for a day, in Italy for a week. Yeah, and then from there we went to Rwanda, Africa, for a week. Yeah, for for a week, and then we came home. And it is those don't necessarily fit together. No, no, it's just <laughs> like a really weird puzzle. But when you look at the people we were able to go do life with there. It does fit together because each place, each stop was designated where we were meeting people. 
mm-hmm. that we've done life with in the past, and this is a chance to do it on their turf or, in some regards, a center, a middle ground. Yeah. Um, but the the thing to me was seeing the chance to go see God's beauty of the world and and the enormity of it, mm-hmm. but also to do it with other people. To where we sat in Italy with the best friends we've got and mm-hmm. had had dinner every night outside looking over this beautiful vineyard, you know, the rolling hills of, of Northern Italy and just had real conversations with them. It wasn't just fluff. It was, it was real. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a chance to connect that we rarely get anymore since they live overseas. (laughs) And, but hopefully most of you listening have that, have that relationship somewhere where it's that, that relationship that no matter what you're just there, and when you're with that person, you're home. Right, like you pick up where you left off, yeah. almost because you've had enough of a, of the chance to keep up with some of the minutia and surface. That when you get extended time, it truly is a just living with each other. Yeah, it's a sharing a deeper level with each other. And I, my big takeaway was the fact that we got to take our kids on that, and and they got to experience the world, but they also got to experience. Um, people, because our son, who's 11, I asked him after we got back, what was your favorite thing? And it was three people he met on the trip. Yeah. And and that's just, I love that. Yeah. That it, we saw some incredible things, but it was the people that stood out to him. Yeah. And so I just, I want to at least spend just a, a little bit of time just exploring what I see a lot of in my office with couples that come in, some of the reason we get in the funks and the problems we've got in married life is because I feel alone. Okay. I feel like we're the only ones going through this, that, that, that no one else has gone through this problem. Or there's a head knowledge of, yeah, I can understand I'm not an anomaly, but there's not a, a deeper, okay, wait, I'm not alone in this mm-hmm. feeling. And so a lot of times... I challenge couples, especially if they're going through something really, really rough and they feel all alone, because if, let me frame it this way, I guess. If you and I have got a major issue going on and we have isolated ourselves in the midst of this issue, then it's, it seems common sense that the only person I can turn to to share what I'm going through is you. Right. Which is part of the point of of contention we've got. Yeah, maybe I'm part of the problem. Or you're not going to want to hear what I'm struggling with because of what you're struggling with, Yeah, right? Because that just adds fuel to the fire. And so there's something about how do you open up to select people? This isn't you just air everything and you don't go tabloid and just share it all across social media. That does not help anything. But it is something where you just, okay, who's someone you're already doing life in a closer proximity with that you could bring in and at least test out and say, hey, I got to have an outlet to share some things. I don't necessarily need you to fix it, but I need to go through this with somebody. And someone that's reliable, not someone who you know is just going to say, yeah, you're right. She's wrong. (laughs) You know, uh, we've got to have some wisdom in who it is that we're sharing this life with and sharing this struggle with. True. But what's interesting to me is a lot of times when I will open up about something in my life to another person, it's not fortuitous. I think it's a God kind of a thing. Uh, That person has either just gone through 
what we're going through or it is in the similar boat or has gone through it in the past and has some knowledge. You know, it's, it's very rare that it's like you say something to somebody and they're like, huh, I've never heard of that before. Wow. You know, like going to the doctor's office. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, there's just, there's something to the power of doing life with other people that helps take the pressure off of the marriage. Yes. And when yeah. we can do that, it, it, to me, it only enhances the possibilities of what can become because now all of a sudden I would know in our example case, you would have somebody you could share stuff with that is giving you um, counsel or if nothing else, a chance to unburden. Yeah. Isn't it a lot of times, even when people, I'm taking a stab here, so tell me if I'm wrong. A lot of times when people come to your office and I'm just thinking when I'm sharing with a friend, um, just being able to say something to someone, just being able to get it off my chest is half of the weight gone. Yes. It, it, and there's, there's some brain science to this actually. Um, but it's, it is one of those things that there is some whole theories in the psycho, the psychotherapy world that are just built on the fact that a person can talk themselves through what they need to if they're just given the chance. I mean, so there's whole theories out there of the therapist doesn't do anything other than reflective listening, knowing the human spirit and the brain will help navigate it if they'll just hear themselves. And so the brain science of that, this actually is from Dan Seigel in Mindsight, his, his work, that uh, if you have a lot of anxiety or a lot of depression, um, it, that's the deep part of your amygdala, the, the center of your brain is where a lot of that is triggered, okay. those emotional uh, feelings. When you feel that, one of the best things you can do, if you're, if you're having an anxiety attack or you're feeling really down, one of the best things you could do is talk about it. And a lot of times I counsel couples or people to do this in your car while you're driving. Just talk to yourself, talk to yourself. if you need to because okay. people are going to think you're on your Bluetooth and they're not going to think anything of it in today's technological world. <laughs> That's right. So you're not going to get the whole label of, wow, he talks to himself, right? But I talk to myself all the time, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> but you're, when you say it out loud, your ear hears you saying it, which that then is heard by a different aspect of your brain, which is more prefrontal cortex. So the outer rims of your brain. Okay. So in essence, your brain looks in on itself. And it helps rewire the pathways between those two. And so his work, Dan Seigel says, that by doing that, you actually can start to rewire some of that depressedness and some of that anxiety because the brain will help make sense of it better. Rather than it just being okay. a trigger deep down. And so there's something about doing it alone, but then there's something even better that we're talking about with this and the idea of a community to be able to share, hey, this is something I'm interested in. This is something that's going on. What do you think? And they get a chance to talk. And now all of a sudden you walk away from that going, well, at least I'm not alone in this. I'm not yeah. the only one that's faced this or that is facing this. Yeah. And you get a chance to explore. And that can be on a negative thing if you're trying to you know, deal with negative stuff. But it can also be on a positive because this is one of the things that just happened this week in the Sexy Marriage Academy is one of the members uh, – put a suggestion out there in the midst of while we were gone saying, hey, we've got a lot of different channels on our discussion board that we can share and 
collaborate and there's general, there's desired differences, there's uh, calls from the Q&A episodes where lots of different conversations can take place on different topics. Uh, I would love to have one that's on a little more of the risque topics, you know, yeah. some of the yeah. more taboo things that aren't, where, where else can we explore those, right? Yeah. In a healthy it's way. A safe place. So we set that up and that, that channel has been blowing up this week. That's awesome. <laughs> because people are like, hey, all right, let's talk about this because it's not that we're not thinking it, but I feel maybe weird sharing it. But yet when you share it in a safe place or with somebody and you're like, oh, you too? Wait. I, and now all of a sudden you've got a kindredness that you didn't know, which that's a relationship that enhances your marriage and your life dramatically. It does. Yeah, it does. And so there's such value in doing life with other people that what do you suppose gets in the way of most people in doing this? What, are, what, what would be some of the major hurdles or struggles? Uh, well, a couple things I think of right off the bat. Number one is time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just speaking for myself, I think, wow, I don't even have enough time with my kids when I get home from work. Mm-hmm. And so how in the world can I focus time outside of my household? So um, I think there's time. I think there's um, maybe a fear of judgment or a fear of what someone else is going to think of sure. of what it is that you've got to say or what you want to put out there. Right. What it is you're looking to share in a relationship. Uh, to me, those are maybe the two biggest ones. Yeah, because I think in the second, let's start with the second one because that's a that's a very common one. Is what if you think less of me? What if it ruins um, a relationship? Because typically, we don't just open up to some stranger that we don't know, and we you, know, you don't just hit the ground running with somebody right. on a deeper level. It's something that's been cultivated in time because of a common path or an overlap of something. Yeah, that now all of a sudden you get a chance to go deeper with them. And there is always the chance that what you say is they're like, no, um, I can't believe that. I don't agree. Yeah, I'm uh, out. I'm out. Which to me then, I'm like, okay, well, at least that's good information to know that they weren't one to be relied on anyway. Yeah, exactly. So now you can move on to who else in my why, in my life can I, can I do this with? But then there is still that element of the concern I've got of sharing my life on a deeper level means I have to grow into solidness of being known more. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of times we live in this world of I put on a persona of what I want people to know of me to a degree, which is our marketing departments. But then if I want to go deeper than that, I do risk they're not going to like that. They're not going to agree. They're not going to, it's not going to make it great. Uh, it's going to be embarrassing. I'm going to have to share a failure or something. But that's, to me, the idea of living life on a deeper level means I live it on a deeper level. I am am more exposed. I am more authentic. I am more real to where I do grow into. And this is where I put under the umbrella of being solid. What you see is what you get. Yeah. That's a To me, that's a marker of integrity. That's a marker of solidness. That's a marker of authenticity. That I'm not putting on pretenses. That it's me. Yeah. And I think that's done best in that iron sharpens iron mindset. Yeah. That it's another human being or human beings. Because I think this can be done. Let's kind of wrap it up with this. This can be done on individual levels. Living life in a community starts individually probably. 
that it's and it, and I'm of the belief, and I think you would agree with this, Pam, that the counsel we've got is if I'm a husband trying to live life on a deeper level, I don't go do this with other women. True. I do this with yes. other men, yes, and vice versa with the wife. Right. With the wife, that if I'm a woman living on a deeper level, I do it with other women, because it's a slippery slope that you get into if you start crossing genders. Agreed. So I start that on an individual level, which is going to take a little bit of time. That's the other hurdle that a lot of people would have. But with technology, it doesn't take as much because, you know, the beauty of a text or a chat or something that you could set up is you put it out there and then they respond. I mean, our best friends live on the other side of the world. Yeah. They're in South Korea, and I chat with her weekly. Right, but we still keep Face up because they'll leave Google a chat. Uh, he'll leave a message for me while we're sleeping. Yeah, I'll have it when I wake up, and then I leave something a little bit later, and it's while he's sleeping, and he has it when he wakes up, and so it's just a, it's an unfolding conversation that just takes some time, <laughs> in the sense of it's not usually back and forth banter, but it it allows for still the deepness to be created and cultivated so that when you do get opportunities to connect, you pick up where you left off. Yeah. But then I think you can also do this on a couple's level. As couples, you can live life with people. Mm -hmm. And that just means you go out on dates with other people. You spend life with other people. I mean, lots of churches, ours, ours in particular, has the life groups. That The idea is get involved with other people to, to live on a deeper level alongside them. Mm-hmm. And that way you could be there to support and encourage Have and, fun. and help and, and yeah, and, and enhance things. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the resources that, and I'm just kind of end it with this. We have the Sexy Marriage Radio Academy yep. that's available. And then we also have um, the mastermind groups that start up that's available. So we got both ends covered in that regard, that individual and relational. But whether you do that with, with the group as far as us or not, then... You could do this with other people. Yeah. Right? You could do this with your peers, with friends, with with anybody because yeah. there's an importance to it. And the last thing to, to point out, because the, the Wife Mastermind Group is worth worth noting because yeah. this is new. And so I've got a colleague, Elise Thompson, that she did the episode on grief. Yeah, she came to the getaway, spent some time in the She's going to be the one leading that for the, for the wives. And I can't wait to hear how that unfolds Mm -hmm. because I think it can be meet a tremendous need that a lot of women yourself included Mm -hmm. get caught up in I'm doing life and I've got time with kids and all this kind of stuff who do I really have yeah and this is an opportunity to really put some skin in the game and get something on a deeper level with other women to help enhance your own life yeah well to the sexy marriage nation you're part of our community you help us be better. We try to do life with you just like you do it with us. And so I'm going to ask uh, anything we left undone, let us know because we want to help enhance the community completely. And so you can call us 214 702 9565 or as always, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. So wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your day to spend it with us. See you next time.